So we're going to completely uh, change the direction of this podcast and just start talking Mandalorian. I am not mad about that. <laughs> I am not. I was talking to uh, my friend Robbie and my friend Jay yesterday, and now that you're all caught up, oh, it's completely caught up, and asked them both. I'm like, did you guys like unbated breath and like kind of leaning over the edge of the counter with like maybe a string of hair holding me back from falling over a cliff that much anticipation when I'm asking both of them, did you see last night's episode? And they're like, yeah. I go, I don't think you're treating it with the same urgency that I am in the sense that all of a sudden Jay goes, what, the Bubba Fett was in it? I go, thank you. The Fett. Are you a fan of the Fett? Yes. We're going to quote a movie within a movie for another movie. <laughs> so, um, our, our, uh, my friend Bob, who I introduced you to several years ago, mm-hmm. and uh, Bob Backward. Bob is and has been a fan of Mandalorians since, like, since before any of this happened. Right. So the story of Mandalorian was a side-written novel. I think that actually there was a cartoon about the Mandalorian in, like, the late 70s okay is where the first word of that came about okay even before because the first time we saw boba fett was in empire strikes back absolutely right? yes okay he was the bounty hunter that won the bounty okay but we had heard about him he had had a pre-story that you really had to be a nut to mm-hmm. go and dig up so it's star- back there but man. star wars is i mean it's it's very layered there are lots of Sub uh, sub genres, if you will, sure. of the story uh, itself of Star Wars, sure. and so um, when Mandalorian like came of lore, became of lore, and, and you know really started to get its traction clearly with with uh, with Jedi and and Empire, um, and then as you and I were just discussing off mic, how there was no appearance at all from the Mandalorian at all in in the in the last trilogy, now all of a sudden here we are. Right. Uh, yeah. I, what's funny about the last trilogy was it was a lot of repeat story styles. Yes. To the first or to the original, original trilogy. New right? Hope. Yes. Yeah. To New Hope and Empire and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah. I, it's See, really tough because they tried to develop new characters. You can't go and completely repeat everything all over again because theoretically a lot of things should have died absolutely right? yes I mean, so but seeing boba fett and as i was saying that was the actor that played Django fett well it works that he's boba fett because boba fett was a clone of his as all of the stormtroopers or the clones in the clone wars were made of that man by the clones of Django. yeah yes so the, the clones were were designed to be like Django fett well, yeah, that was the original. And then they're trained to fight and they're trained. And now, that sort of, and that's why they're supposed to all be the same height and yet they're not. So let's talk about that for a hot second. Because in this past weekend's episode, if you remember right, when they busted out that big ass turret and he's chasing the woman as she's running across the rocks and as he's firing the turret, he can't seem to hit the woman to save his life. Never. Never. Stormtroopers can't, they don't have, they don't have a line of no sight. No abilities. Yeah. Well, it's the helmet. I don't know. They, uh, yeah. And that's always if, been the case that storm that stormtroopers rarely hit what they're supposed to hit. 
and, I guess. And if you look at like the last two, three episodes, two, three, maybe four episodes of The Mandalorian, when they're getting into fights, and all of a sudden, when they get smashed in the face, the, the helmet just almost shatters. Oh, yes. And it's awesome. Yes. Which is odd, because you would think, like a football helmet, that should help things. Absolutely. Doesn't seem to. No. Yeah. Yeah. It's an interesting thing with this whole Mandalorian thing in that uh, somehow Jango Fett or Boba Fett has gotten over that his dad Jango was killed Mm -hmm. by maybe he has seen the bigger picture in the universe. Yeah. Or maybe we're just waiting for the double cross. I mean, there are so many different layers to this. And, and, you know, obviously when when, um, the Mandalorian loses his ship in that massive explosion and, you know, all he gets is the spear and the ball that he wants to give back to uh, Grogu. Yes, the child. Yeah, the child. And, you know, when, when all of a sudden they're like, well, you know, you got me back my armor. Our deal is to get you back with the child. Yeah. I'm like, okay, so now we get to see more Boba Fett yeah. and I'm like fully beside myself. And the only, the, the only if, if I could say the only downsides of the episode was the fact that it was only 33 minutes long. Oh. Previous episodes <laughs> have been like a minimum 37, 38, maximum, you know, like 47, 48, 50 minutes, etc. But this was, it was so short. Yeah, I guess you could say they just had a natural break point to where the one thing I hate with stuff like this is, okay, now we're going to jump into the next part of the story and we're over. Wait, we haven't ended that story. At least we now know what the next absolutely step is going to be. And at 34 minutes, and, if, and that's the modern world of the stuff, is nothing has any length, right? Right. So <laughs> okay, so I'm not one of these. I'm not, I'm not one of these viewers that wants to. Um, or a concert goer that wants to, to uh, spoil things for myself. For instance, um, when people go to concerts uh, and, and they see a band on tour, they're like, ah, they, they'll go to whatever uh, website to look up what the set list is of the band that's been performing on tour. Oh. So in order to expect what songs to hear when they play them. Yeah, it's like... That's really a thing? It's like knowing, you know, for instance, like when you and your wife have a Christmas uh, gift exchange and you tell her, by the way, I'm getting you insert gifts a through Z. And then she tells you, wow, that's weird because I was going to give you gifts A through B or A through Q. And that way you already know what you're going to open on Christmas morning. Wait, so uh, when going to a concert, you all of a sudden know, like if you're going to go see Disturbed and they're going to open with Down With The Sickness and then you know the next song is The Voice and the <laughs> next song is Prayer and so on. It's like, to me, why go to the concert? Yeah. That's so, really a thing? It is a thing. Oh, no. That so, seems awful. That, that totally, I think of... The times that we've seen Metallica, we've yes. talked about that. It's awesome to hear the stuff that you don't get to hear. And yeah, time to go get popcorn for one of the new songs that you're not totally into, but totally excited about all the, I said popcorn, C- kind, beer. kind of like the last right. time you and I saw them four years ago right. in, in December 16. And uh, on that, uh, during that show, I remember like being really pumped when they played Blackened. And oh, then, because yeah. th- I couldn't remember the last time that they played Blackened. So I asked our friend Aaron, I was like, hey, I don't remember the last time they played Blackened. And all of a sudden, of course, Aaron, because he works for the band, <laughs> he said, oh, they played it on this date at this show and you saw them at this place and they played it there. And I was like, oh my God, that's right, they did. 
But it's good for that guy to have that kind of money. <laughs> he wow. does. He has all of this stuff at his disposal. Anyway, so so to to reel it in, Rosario Dar- Dawson, who played the the Jedi in the episode before last, straight she, from the Clone Wars animations. Yeah, she, apparently she signed on for X amount of episodes because oh. I had a handful of people like, oh, Rosario Dar- Dawson signed on for blah 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 blah. I'm like, why would you want to know that? Like, surprise yourself. Oh. That means she's coming back. Yeah. Oh. That's like someone gives you a jelly donut and you don't know it's a jelly donut. You bite it and you're like, oh my God, raspberry filled. It's my favorite. They're like, I knew it was going to be your favorite. It's just like you you get so excited about stuff like that. (laughs) Okay. I just, that's just just me. That's me. I get, I get pumped about these things. Kind of like the beer. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. Another beer. Mm. All right. Okay. All right. So the, now that we've crushed eight and a half minutes, on, I'm not really sure what kind of nonsense. Talk to me, Goose. What were we supposed to discuss on this actual episode? <laughs> I, now I thought we were going on a Star Wars talk. Oh, okay. Um, no, we we're, can just do Star Wars. That would completely geek people out. But uh, right. That's fine. Let's do Star Wars. Okay. I mean... So, so I love explaining to we were people gonna... who don't do Star Wars, it's a trilogy that's nine movies, but it's not really nine movies. Mm-hmm. It's 11 movies. 11 indeed. And then you have the animation. So it's not really a trilogy at all. That, and that really messes with people's heads. That's why I'm saying like there are so many sub-genres, sub-chapters to all of this, to Star Wars itself. Because okay. it's not just, you know, Luke Skywalker and Princess Leia and, oh. excuse me, 97 other characters, you know, that you have to follow all of their storylines, even though people do, clearly. Right. Okay, so if we go back to episode one. Okay. If Jar Jar Binks didn't sound that terrible, would we still hate him? No. Okay. Isn't that the problem? I th- like they screwed up just the way the guy ta- or thing or, or creature, the way he talks made, made us angry. I would love it if there was a way to have Samuel L. Jackson before Mace Windu even appeared. Wait a second, what? Have okay. Samuel L. Jackson's voice uh, <laughs> be Jar- the voice of Jar Jar Binks. Actually, it'd be even better if it was John Travolta. Okay. That way that would like be some sort of weird dichotomy in the sure. universe. Whoa, okay. There you go. Yeah, so we hate Jar Jar Binks. Mm-hmm. Everybody does. And it kind of ruined the movie because I didn't think the kid was as bad. And I, you know he doesn't act anymore, the kid that played Anakin. Oh, I didn't know that. Never Just one and done? Nothing after because he got so much hate that wow. he, he, got a, he just got immersed in the socials out there with all the hate that he's, he's off the... Yeah, just gone. So he's the Steve Bartman of acting. Kind of. Steve Bartman went to more than one game, I imagine, but okay. Oh, man. I thought Uh, Bartman was banned from Chicago. Okay. Anyway. (laughs) He's not banned. He just said, I can't do this anymore, and you never saw him. And then Hayden Christensen, who played Attican a little bit later, he did other stuff, but you haven't seen him do anything anything solid since. Hayden Christensen? Yeah. I thought... He, He did this really interesting... Like sci-fi jumper movie where you yeah. can picture yourself in a place and it would jump you there. I thought, and it, that was kind of it's called Jumper. It right? is called Jumper. Yes. Yeah, I was oddly taken by that movie hmm. um, it, because I really sort of he drove me nuts in episode two because he whined so much. He was a petulant I child. Could not picture myself having Darth Vader whine as much as he whined. Mm-hmm. And that's what's in my head is, this is Darth Vader, and he whines. At no point after Darth Vader puts on the suit does he ever whine. Ever. There's never, 
it, it was a real disconnect in the whole, okay, this is what I can see the anger and I can see the fear and I can see all the hate. I cannot handle the whining. I guess the only uh, uh, maybe a semblance of whining, so to speak, would be um, when uh, uh, Padme um, goes off into the river uh, or, or Padme dies and uh, in, in uh, the third one. Right. And, um, <laughs> and Darth Vader, no! Oh, right, when he first puts on the suit. Yes. Yeah, which completely destroyed the scene before it that gave us chills. We were both in the theater. Absolutely. And you, the first time you hear the... Mm-hmm. And you see the little breath of smoke or steam or, or moisture or whatever move in front of the mask. Because the first time you saw Darth Vader on the screen mm-hmm. was when he bust into the ship yes. that was carrying the plans for the Death Star. Yes. Okay. With Princess Leia on and all that sort of stuff. And you didn't know what to make of that. Is this a robot? Is this a human? Why is this human wearing this mask? What is going? And so this human element that gets connected between those two stories is all of a sudden, all of it, it all connects in your head. Like, whoa, he's not just, he's got this horrible backstory as to why he is in this suit, what keeps him alive, yeah. why is he still moving and all that, but oh my God, it was that moment. And fast oh. forward a little bit into Empire when they show the scene of the helmet being put on yes. Vader from behind. Yes. And you get that glimpse of his head and, and it's- Super it's, creepy. Cause you want to see it like, no, 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 show the front. Like, oh man, I want to yeah. see what's going on up, up front. So the when you move into the, three original episodes, four, five, and six, right? Yes. I have, the. we both have the original VHSs. I have two versions of it. it wide and I, I'm sure that surprises three. you. No, I know. <laughs> yeah, no, I have the, the, the uh, THX. Um, both actually, both versions are, are uh, THX. Right. Because that was a that was a thing. One was gold, one was silver. Right? One was gold and silver. However, what I have is I have the silver one in the THX. Okay. okay. In the 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 three pack like that, and then I also have the widescreen version. Right. That's that THX. was the gold one. No, no, that was in the box, like the long oh. box. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I have a problem. <laughs> but it's okay. I don't. Just... I don't. I don't have the action figures anymore that I did when I was a kid. I wish I did. Oh, I do. What? I do. My Millennium Falcon TIE Fighter. Um, yeah, Land Speeder. You've got the action figures? Oh, yeah. Yoda still in his uh, stuff. I have. Do you Luke have R5D4? R5D4. No, I have an IG88. I have uh, Snow Troopers. Do you have Jawas? Um, yeah, I have a couple of Jawas. Oh, my God. Um, but unfortunately, my Jawas aren't in the soft clothes. They're molded. Okay. And if you have the soft clothes ones, those are worth crazy amounts of money. Mm. But my Yoda that's in soft uh, robes okay. is worth crazy amounts of money. So that's, they're locked away in my mom's attic. No kidding. Yes, with the Hot Wheels. Wow. Yeah, I'm a child. Uh, no, anyway. it's okay. Because what, uh, what I'd like to do is um, I'd like to go to what I have in all my... All with f- guns, by the way. Oh. Everybody that got a gun, I still have all my guns. Um, I yes. have your... Uh, th- this is your text tone. So when you text me, you will hear... It is your destiny. <laughs> okay. Yes, that's what happens when you text me. 
awesome. It is Darth Vader from Empire. So. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's always a good thing. <laughs> that's not bad. While we go down that path for a moment, okay. I will do the, as, as you've heard many times, the uh, oops, uh, sounds. So anybody can appreciate when uh, somebody calls. Yeah. Okay. All right. You get the cantina get, band. Yeah. We should get in trouble for both of those. Did uh, Greedo or Han shoot first? See, I'm a fan of the fact that uh, Guido shot first. Greedo? Greedo. Uh, <laughs> Not to be confused with his Italian qu yeah. twin, Guido. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm a fan of him shooting first poorly and almost as a uh, warning shot. Okay. Is in my head. Interesting. Whether it's, I don't know, it's one of those things, again, that they changed in later versions. When you go back and you watch those versions, like to, I was watching today Empire, the later version of it. And you know when they re-released that back in the theaters, they mm -hmm. did it in 3D. Yes. And there's only a couple of moments where the 3D is actually cool. It, that it all matters, yeah. Or matters or cooler. Basically, it's <clears throat> when the Excuse ships are out, are out in space. Yes. That's cool. But when they have their version of the cantina scene in, uh, uh, or in Mos Eisley, uh, no, in the uh, in Jabba the Hutt's lair, and oh. they do that whole dance routine, and the woman that's sing the woman alien looking thing with the big lips sings at you. Yeah. That three D thing comes at your face. Her huh. her face comes out of the screen. It's kind of horrible, uh, because they added eight. 12 minutes of that movie or something for things like that that didn't really need to be there. And then there's a really weird moment with Boba Fett where some of the girls that are hanging around in the shadows, he kind of touches them on the chin like, hey, lady, never seen that before, literally today. And I'm thinking, wow, I missed that? Well, it's because those are scenes that got added back into the movies. What about in um, A New Hope when Ben is going to, to uh, running to the, uh, the, the Falcon, okay? And there's Jabba the Hutt that we never saw in A New Hope. Jabba was outside of the Millennium Falcon. Right. Right? Was that A New Hope or was that Empire? No, that was A New Hope. Okay. That's when they're leaving yes. Eisley after they've... Obi-Wan Ben has not been there yet. Right. But they have arranged the flight to mm -hmm. um, Alderaan that isn't there. Uh, that was originally an actor, you know. As Jabba the Hutt? Yeah. No way. It was a dude. Huh. And they decided to put that back in, that whole scene, and there's this one moment where Han walks behind him. Mm -hmm. Well, because it, he became the worm later on, they had to have him walk on his tail, and there's this really weird thing where they move Han in a piece of movie magic, so it looks like he's stepping over his tail. Interesting. And that's when... Jabba goes, ah, and kind of squeaks because he's getting stepped on. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, but, yeah, Jabba the Hutt was originally supposed to be a guy, a, a dude, just a, a gangster dude. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. And then it took on this whole worm thing and, and, and return. And then when they you see the Huts with Mrs. Hutt, okay. oh, by the way, in the very, very first Phantom Menace movie as well, in the... They started the race, the pod race. It's the Huts, Mr. and Mrs. Hut. Interesting. And he takes a bite of something and spits on the ba-ding, 
and starts the race. Huh. Those are huts in the little starter shed. So we carry them through the different things. Now, okay, so I am um, a proud subscriber of Disney Plus. All right. For six months. Um, one of these weekends, uh, quite possibly Christmas weekend, I will more than likely spend um, all of Saturday from start to finish watching all of the Star Wars movies. Okay, when you say all of the Star Wars movies, do you mean all three, all nine, or all 11? I would like to spend time with all 11. If it means all 11, that means I'm going to have to break it up over two days. <laughs> there's no way I can do like, it a marathon. A, there's a dedication here that you're you're putting out there. Yeah. Okay. Have you ever seen the Solo movie? I have not, actually. I didn't think so. No. And have you seen Rogue One? I have not. Okay. Rogue One, I will say, make sure it's bright and sunny outside when you see it, because if it's dark, you'll cry. Oh. Because it's it's brutal. Wow. It is it is the hardest in any Star Wars fan that hasn't seen that movie. I'm not going to ruin it for you. I'm just going to simply say it is a rough, rough movie. Okay. It's a great story. It un we now understand that I can say the whole point of it is they get the stolen plans of the Death Star. Ah. That's the whole point of that movie. Okay. Okay. It's based on one line. Because it's, it's, it's supposed to be placed in between... Um, Phantom Menace and A New Hope, correct? No. Well, everything. Or uh, the, the third and the fourth. fourth. Yeah, no. Uh, Clone Wars is second. two. No, Clone Wars was the... No, you're, you're screwing me up. Clone Wars was Attack of the Clones. Yeah. Was two. And then it was between basically three and four. Right. Is where... Because the very last scene, we see the ship that's going to Alderaan that is Princess Leia. That yeah. is the end of... Rogue One. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's well how it ends. Okay. And I saw it the day after uh, Carrie Fisher died. Mm. How creepy is that? Very. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Huh. So, uh, and then that, but that whole movie was based on a one line from the very first New Hope thing of uh, many something or something were lost in getting us these plans. Oh, yeah. That's what Rogue One is all about. Okay. Solo is all based on one line from the same movie. Interesting. The ship did the, oh, the castle parse. run in 23 parsecs. Yeah. That's what Solo is all about. Okay. One line again from that movie. Interesting. Now, they're supposed to put out an Obi-Wan uh, individual movie and a Boba Fett individual movie. Supposedly. Wow. But all of that got kiboshed when Solo did terribly. Oh. Which is it? like, okay, is the universe big enough to be able to handle all of this? And they're so, not really sure if it's uh, they can or not. Did Solo did terribly because there weren't any names attached? But then again, at the time when Star Wars came out, nobody, the only name, I guess, that would have anybody would have known would have been uh, Harrison Ford because of right. his tie to American Graffiti. And right. that's it. Pretty much. Uh... Yeah, nobody. Well, I mean, you knew Carrie Fisher because of her parents. Okay. Um, but yeah, Mark Hamill wasn't anything. Mm -mm. And um, if you're really old enough, you knew who Alec Guinness was because he was a stage actor. He was Sir Alec Guinness. Right. Okay. He was, he was a stage actor. Yes. So you, that was a familiar face. But yeah, no, I think Solo didn't do well because it was a really, um, it was like. It was 
the whole movie was nothing but a continual double cross. Hmm. And I think people kind of get sick of that. It's like one of the uh, Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Okay. Where everything just kept being a double cross, like the third or fourth one of those. And you're like, all right, are you on my side or are you not on my side? Well, I'm on your side until I get a better offer. Then I'm not on your side anymore. And that's kind of the way the solo movie went. I think that was number three. Right. Those The Pirates yeah. movies were fun, but um, yeah, the different topic, different day. The, <laughs> the Star Wars um, movies, though, all together, just, you know. So that's why, I think that's why Solo didn't do as well. And okay. I think that people look at Solo, and if it's not Harrison Ford, then it's not Han Solo. Totally. But we learn how he gets his name, and that's kind of cool. Okay. All right. Won't go any further than that. Okay. So, yeah. uh, wow. All right. Um, gosh, all the different things. So... Uh, <laughs> To, to, to then and how he gets the Millennium Falcon. Okay, so the our story there. the sound effects that we just did, uh, by the yeah. way, those are viable ringtones through Apple. So, uh, no, we won't get dinged for that. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> we can't, I mean... Well, if, I've had that one since I had a flip phone, and they finally switched flip phones from polyphonic to actual, like, tones. And I've had that cantina when they did a special uh, thing with AT&T and Star Wars, probably... 15 years ago. Oh, wow. Yeah, I've had that ringtone that long, and it's just gone from phone to phone to phone to phone. <laughs> um, Y-Wing or X-Wing, which would you rather fly? Oh. Uh, Y-Wing or X-Wing? That's a really weird question. <laughs> um, I guess X-Wing, because they're always the heroes, and they seem like, like if you go to the newest movies and you watch Cameron Poe fly an X-Wing... Man, that guy flies that thing like it's it can go sideways. So I guess the X-Wing's the cooler one. But of all of those individual small ships, the Snowspeeder was my favorite. Oh. I don't know what it is. All right. I loved the Snowspeeder. How close it could get to the ground. The noise that it made. Yeah. The kind of, the fact that it kind of looked like a Toyota RAV4 on the inside. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's it's it was such a simple ship, but it was such a cool ship. The Snowspeeder is by far the coolest of all that sort of stuff. Why? What's your? That's an interesting question. So I in mean, I just thought like if I mean if we're flying for the Rebel Alliance and you know they you know uh, Pilot Newman, you are flying an X-wing or flying a Y-wing, and you're like, oh man, I really want to fly an X-wing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have been speaking of of uh, what is it? That's Yavik Five, is the headquarters of the Rebels, right? Mm -hmm. I've been to there, which is. Uh, what's called Tikal in Guatemala, um, a Mayan ruins that shows those pyramids. Awesome. That's an actual place. And there is one tower that one of those um, pyramids, they call it the Star Wars Pyramid because it is where they put a camera up to shoot the other ones that pop up from the tree canopies How about in that? the movie. Huh. Yeah. And oh, by the way, when you're making the climb up that pyramid, there's a ton of people wearing Star Wars shirts. Oh, wow. Because... Yeah. They all know. Because there are places on Earth that are, obviously, they're shot. And that's probably why people like the original trilogy and the newer ones, is they're shot in real places. The stuff that was the... A lot of CGI. Uh, yeah. Episodes one through three were places that weren't anywhere other than Lake Como in Italy, which is basically what, um, uh, where... Uh, What's-Her-Face lived and where they went back to get married and all that Natalie sort of Portman? stuff. Natalie Portman? Natalie Portman and her planet and all that stuff. 
where they got married and that beautiful castle and all that sort of stuff, that's Lake Como in Italy. Okay. Outside of that, most of that stuff wasn't real stuff. Fifteen years ago, um, Best Buy teamed up with Star Wars to do the uh, limited run of lightsabers. Oh, yes. Did you get one or two of those? I have two. Okay. See, there I... Yeah. No, that's okay. Actually, I didn't... I forget which guy. I know you had one for you. or I thought you bought two so you and your son could, could kind of just like mess Excellent. around but not like clank them together. Actually, it was even better because at the time, I think my son was five and my daughter was two. <laughs> and to watch the two of them battle each other was even better. And I still have video of that. That's amazing. Yes. So, so do you know... like the child versus a baby Yoda. Do you, have, uh, the, do you have Vader and Luke? I have... That's exactly what I have. Okay. I have Vader's red one, uh, like the Vader one, and Luke's last one, the green one oh, okay. from Empire. Okay. Or Jedi? Or Return of the Empire, rather. Sorry, Je the green one that he made later on. For that, Jedi. Yeah. Okay. That... Uh, because he had Darth a blue Vader. one in, in New Hope and Empire. Right. And that's the one that went down the chute in the Cloud City. Yes. Right. That we never saw again. Because I still have the purple Mace Windu. That's very cool. I, and and they, I, I, my neighbor at the time, he what, he made it, he was hell-bent on getting all of the colors. And <laughs> and so... About $108 a piece. Something. Okay. And so when he, he told me, he goes, look, I've got the purple one on hold for you. And I just gave him a look. And he goes, but you have to go to Best Buy right now. And I dropped everything I was doing. And I ran, like went right down there and bought it. That's where they came from was Best Buy? Yeah. For some reason, I thought they came from uh, Sharper Image when it was still Sharper Image in the mall. Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Best Buy makes sense, though. Yeah. Uh, we I've been to the Star Wars experience in Disneyland, uh, and you can build now your whatever lightsaber awesome it is a it is a whole experience type thing it's not cheap depending on uh what kind of handle and crystals and all that sort of stuff mm -hmm. but it's the one part of all of the trilogies i wish that i was hoping they would do in the very last movie which was what are these things mm. they've never answered that question instead of ray burying it right okay but yeah, well, she goes and makes her own yes. in the last movie from her stick that she carried around when she was on. Uh, where, and, but they never answer the question of what makes these things work? Why, where they come from? How and, do you make them? And how, in the episode before last of The Mandalorian, was it not like able to penetrate or even put a dent into The Mandalorian's armor? Well, his armor is just awesome. That's all it is. Clearly. Right? It's just whatever it is, it's awesome. It's made from uh, pieces of metal that nothing can get through. Yeah. So he's as cool as they get because, yeah, he can cross it up with his arms and all that. I don't know how that works because <laughs> I, we, you see in, uh, in the very, very first scenes of Phantom Menace, they can put a... Uh, lightsaber through blast doors of a ship mm -hmm. and yet he can stop it with his armor so yeah i yeah i don't know how that it, it makes you wonder then why weren't the ships built of this armor yeah <laughs> clearly obviously it's very expensive and very <laughs> right. heavy but whatever uh sure there's some plot holes that's what that's called i guess okay but uh yeah that's the one thing that always bums me out and we see now and i forgive me i all i think of him is chicken man from uh, breaking bad 
our, our new bad guy in Mandalorian, he's got a version of a uh, lightsaber that looks more like a light uh, sword or a light um, knife. Okay. If you notice, his yes. is a traditional cylinder. It looks like it's got more of a blade to it. Yes. When you look at it, when he showed and he showed the child, he mm-hmm. showed Grogu that in the last scene of the last episode. You're like, okay, what's why is his different? Did he do something? How? And again, you want him to explain how they make these things, where they come from. Also, why was hers white? Which was really awesome. Credit to I don't know who's responsible for casting. But credit to whoever it is for bringing back actors that you completely either forgot about or didn't know that they were still acting. So like mm-hmm. Steven Dorff, who played the Mandalorian, um, uh, the alleged Mandalorian in the episode before last, who when, when Mandalorian told him, you need to give me the armor. Like, you're not a Mandalorian. How are you able to oh, take your helmet a, off? That's not uh, Oliphant? Mm-mm. Oh. Steven Dorff. Oh, okay. Yeah, and yeah. then uh, episode before that, Michael Bean. If you remember him from the movie Navy Seals or a handful of other movies, right? Um, but Rosario Dawson, again, another one who you don't see on a regular basis. Last time I remember seeing her was Men in Black Two. Last time you saw Gina Carano that I know of was in Deadpool. Deadpool, yeah. So that's her, that was her biggest thing. Yeah. Before this, yeah. Um, John Favreau. Absolutely. It's got to be John Favreau because he's the the genius behind this whole thing. Mm-hmm. It's all of his writing. You talk about being a super fan. Oh, to yeah. say the least. And when you have now, you have all this stuff at your disposal because right. you have Marvel and you have you know Star Wars. You know all these things. You're like, I would like to do insert th- this actor yeah. here. And if you all of a sudden boop, 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 call up you know whoever actor like, hey, are you busy? No. Would you like to be in an episode of The Mandalorian? What? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna put Iron Man into The Mandalorian. I think we can make this work because <laughs> it's John Favreau and he's got all of this at his hands, right? Or at least if 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 Tony Stark's character is in there, he would be um, his name wouldn't be Tony Stark, but it would be like people looking at him like, why do I know you? <laughs> oh yes. yeah, there'd be a lot of that sort of stuff. No, it is interesting how they they have brought in cool people, and you also want to ask the question of the cameos. Like when they went to the temple that had the Jedi in it and there's a little Chinese guy Mm -hmm. and all he does is just glance at you. You're like, who's that guy? How did he get that gig Mm -hmm. that we don't know anything more about him? Or maybe he's, and I haven't done enough. There's only so much time on IMDb that I can Is he the one who says we're not supposed to talk to you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he basically just glances most of the time. He's just kind of looking around and just, but you know that he's going to be friendly to you because he's not happy about the situation that's going on either. Absolutely. So, yeah. No, The Mandalorian has has been cool because it has rekindled all of the stuff about Star Wars that you kind of missed. All the stuff that you're like, oh, they they could do this or they could go down this path. Uh, Why, it just hit me. Why did it just hit me? Uh, Apollo Creed, Carl Weathers. Yes. I mean, when was the last time you saw Carl Weathers in a movie that's not Predator? I guess. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like Rocky, Rocky 2, Rocky 4, Rocky 5 maybe, or like the last Rocky movie. When um, he died, and then you just see him in flashback. Sure. After 3. And and then, you know, you have him in Predator, and that's like, that's really it. Yeah. The Carl Weathers is not a, not a, a, a top of mind A-lister or, or B right. Q-lister no. or whatever in Hollywood. And he looks great, too. He does. Yeah. Like, first time I saw him, I'm like, oh man, please don't be huge. Please mm-hmm. don't like... Not be Apollo Creed, be an older guy that was 
but no, he looks great. So it is kind of interesting how they are pulling people in that do well in those parts. Yeah. Too. Yeah. No, just and neat. they keep reintroducing uh, parts of the rest of the universe. Yes. It's not just Imperial and it's not just Mandalorian, but we're seeing other things. And if you saw like when he was on, when the Mandalorian was on the water planet and you had the squid face guys mm -hmm. that were supposed to fix the ship and they ended up double crossing them and all that sort of stuff, right? You see those same characters in Jabba's lair in uh, Return of the Jedi. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so we keep getting reintroduced to kind of backstory characters. Like IG-88, well, he was a different number in this in the very first episode, yes. right? The only time we saw him was when all of the bounty hunters were lined up on the ship when Darth Vader said, find the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. It was the only time we ever saw that character before this. And you have the action figure. Yeah, because it came in a pack of eight. But it, it's, it's so badass that you have it. Do you have any, do you have like the, the Snowtrooper action figures? Right, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Did you say that you had those? Yeah, I have okay. Snowtroopers. I don't think I have a regular Stormtrooper. I have Snowtroopers. Wow. I don't know how that happened. Okay. But, and... I have a Millennium Falcon, uh, I have a TIE Fighter, and I used to have those hanging from my ceiling mm -hmm. in my room at an angle so it looked like they're being chased. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so now uh, we did the Y-Wing, X-Wing. Now let's talk about the TIE Fighters. Would you want to fly one of the Darth Vader type TIE Fighters or the other ones where the wings do kind of fold back and forth? I kind of like the new one. Yeah. Where it sort of goes into this Y yes. shape or fold. Because it kind of makes sense. TIE Fighters, to me, I've never understood. They kind of look like those should be solar panels or something. Like, what is going on here with this? Because it just seemed like it'd be real easy to hit. Mm -hmm. They're really fast, They and they're supposed to be, their flying capabilities were designed after a Japanese Zero airplane, which was far greater than American planes at the time. That's hmm. the inspiration for them originally. Like, they had more abilities than ours, so that meant our... Pilots have to be better, right? Okay. And that's what those are. But when you put this huge panel on the side, all you do is have a huge running target in front of you. True. So I, so the fact that they can fold on their sides kind of makes sense. And I loved in the last movie how we got to see how they hanger yes. in the in the uh, big ships. Yes. You're like, oh, okay. That makes sense because there's no wheels. <laughs> there's no landing pod. They can't sit on the ground. I always thought that was weird too. Oh, they hang. Okay. Makes sense. Sure. Plot line kind of filled in there. Not super elegant or super, but it works now. Like Absolutely. It, it makes more sense. What was your favorite of those? I, I'm, I'm actually a personal fan of the Darth Vader style with the curved, oh, with yeah. like the, the... See? Because it's less of a target. Yeah. And so it's, it, to me, it's like a tighter thing. The one thing I was always blown away about these, uh, about the, the TIE Fighters is how is the cockpit not on a constant um, gimbal. Uh, gimbal, thank you. Yes. So like, well, There's no gravity. Why would it have to be? Fair point. All right. All right. <laughs> the, uh, there's a very lesser known ship as the TIE Bomber when they went into the asteroid field where mm -hmm. the big worm was in the, yeah. the hole there. There's a thing called a TIE Bomber, which was a dual cockpit TIE fighter. Oh, yeah. We only see for a brief moment in that thing. And in my version of Star Wars Battleship, I have that little ship as part of that 
Wow. Yeah, that one's pretty good. All right, that's super geeky right there. Absolutely. Are we done for this week? Yeah, we kind of have to be because, man, if anybody <laughs> stuck around for 39 minutes and 28 seconds of this, good for you. I mean, we could probably go on for 39 hours and 28 oh, yeah. days. Yeah, if you haven't caught on to the fact between the Star Wars Battleship, the Star Wars Monopoly, the original one that actually gives you credits instead of... Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah, that one's pretty solid. And then various books and whatnot. And then, then you think, oh, yeah, I'm a pretty good fan. And then you talk to crazy super fans, yeah, and they can tell you all levels of stuff. And then you're like, "All right, that's a league." And I'm not it, sure if I in the event that. someone listening is a crazy super fan, God bless you and give us some of your knowledge. Please do post it. See you.